You cannot tell where somebody is from by looking at them. But when they start to speak, it usually becomes obvious. I was in Puerto Rico and this woman was like, oh my gosh, are you guys from Michigan? And we're like, what? Like, how did you clock us like that? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I noticed it in your accent. And I was like, accent? So how did we get our Michigan accent? And is it going away? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. I was born and raised here in Metro Detroit, but I've spent about a third of my life living elsewhere, Arizona, Arkansas, Texas, and California. I didn't notice my quote-unquote Michigan accent until I moved away. Turns out, I'm not alone. The thing that started it all, I was in Puerto Rico and we were in this rainforest and this like this tower in the middle of nowhere. And this woman was like, oh, my gosh, are you guys from Michigan? And we're like, what? Like, how did you clock us like that? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I noticed it in your accent. And I was like, accent? Like, what do you mean by that? And honestly, I'd even gone to other places, even like Denver. I remember someone came up to me and this was around like the same time, around the same time I was doing these travels. And this person was like, are you British? And I was like, what? <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Like, what? Did, like, I didn't realize, you know, that I spoke so differently that people would feel like they need to call it out. And that's when I started thinking more. And then that woman said that. And I said, oh, let me research this a little bit. I read all about it. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And then I ended up making a video on it. And then to this day on YouTube, before I even did it on TikTok. And to this day, that's still like my most viewed YouTube video because people are always searching it. They're Googling it. They're curious about it. That right there is the voice of Ryan Redute. He's a local content creator that is shot to fame with videos about the Michigan accent and the words and phrases we use. His videos have been viewed millions of times across TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I invited Ryan because I read an article in the Detroit Free Press that blew my mind. The Michigan accent is changing. The linguist quoted in the article, Dr. Betsy Sneller, an assistant professor of linguistics at Michigan State, what she's found is that as is happening around the country, those almost stereotypical accents that we hear in movies and television, they're fading away and being replaced with new accents. And they will, in time, will become the ones that we think of when we think of a region. This article by Kylie Martin in the Detroit Free Press really, I think, successfully lays out this idea that Dr. Sneller is talking about, that this is exciting to be here to witness the old guard kind of handing off this new thing to the younger generations and saying, all right, this is yours. You do the, your new accent thing and let's watch what happens. It's just really cool. That voice belongs to Grant Barrett. He hosts the national radio show Away With Words and he's the head of lexicography for Dictionary.com. That means he's Dictionary.com's lead editor. So words are his thing. How do you get to the root of the language there's a term that I found myself talking about recently. It's called white knowledge. It's related to the term white noise, which is noise that is around us that kind of mixes together and just makes this background noise that we can't separate out into its individual pieces. And white knowledge is this knowledge that you have that you don't know how you have it. And most of the language that we know is white knowledge. You don't know how you know most of the words that you know. You don't know when you first heard them or who you heard them from. And that's the strangest thing about language. All this stuff packed into your head that you use every day and that you can pull out at a moment's notice and put in the correct order to be understood and you don't know how it got there.
Grant says often we're having our language influenced without even knowing it's happening. But how do accents begin? It certainly is not random. As soon as we all start with one language, as long as there's enough of us, we would immediately begin to fracture that language because we form groups where we look to leaders. We look to people who maybe they're a little more charming or that we respect them more or they're our parents or grandparents or they're somebody who is just a, a little more sophisticated or we think of them as more sophisticated and we emulate them. People that we admire or people that we respect, we tend to take on their traits. Language travels in exactly the same way that every other kind of fad or trend travels through society. It can be hard to follow, but this is why we talk about prestige dialects. The prestige dialects are the ones that we emulate because we think they're going to make us sound more sophisticated. And sometimes you're like, those Detroit vowels, somebody's thought that was prestigious. Yeah, somebody somewhere did. There is that saying, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Turns out that saying is why you sound the way that you do. Who knew? Ryan, our Michigan accent influencer, pointed out to me that often we here in Michigan rush things when we speak. You know, we'll take the spaces out of words. The word I've been telling people that specifically calls it out is the word caught. We're not like, oh, I caught the fish. We're like, yeah, I caught it. It almost sounds like you're saying the word caught. Like the thing you sleep on. <laughs> yeah, like the thing you sleep on. But we say caught as caught. But then if you're saying caught just on the fly, if you're casually talking to somebody, you're usually like, yeah, I caught it. You don't say the A as aggressively. You're really almost saying the word cop. I was talking to some people in the newsroom, and there are so many of these, right? Like one of my coworkers, Brian, it was, did you eat? But it was one word. Did G. you eat? That was one of my most popular TikTok videos because people were like, oh my gosh, do I leave out the spaces in words all the time? Secretary and that's, of State? Secretary of State, did you eat? I just did a video on TikTok where I went over about four different ones that I say I use all the time. And even in the video, when you're watching it as a Michigander, you're like, oh my gosh, we talk so fast. There's no spaces <laughs> to be had. It's uh, did you wanna? We're really big on the digits. Yeah. <laughs> It turns out, though, that we're not as special as we think we are. Well, we are super special, but it's not because we jam our words together. Grant says everybody does that. People in Michigan, we take the space out of things. Secretary of State is just Secretary of State. Did you eat becomes almost jeet. And I wonder about <laughs> that, the pacing or the spacing of the language. It's so funny that you should bring that example of about Jeet. I have a small collection of what are known as folk dictionaries. These are dictionaries compiled by amateur lexicographers. A lexicographer is someone who makes dictionaries. I got these from around the country. And that particular example of did you eat becoming Jeet is in folk dictionaries from across the country as people's example of how they talk locally. So it's a thing that is said around the country. It's not just a regional thing. It's a national thing. That way that we take our language and jam it together just to talk a little faster. I think it happens in every language. Is the Michigan accent just about the way we pronounce the words? Or is it also about the words we choose to use? I mean, call a beverage a soda here in Michigan, and you might just be asked to leave. In Michigan, the saying goes that you bake with soda and you drink pop. But I've lived in <laughs> Texas, where everything is Coke, and yeah. I've lived in other places like Arizona or California, where it's soda. 
that is a really classic example because it demonstrates a couple things. One is the reason we have those regional terms has a lot to do with commerce. Most of those terms were spread by the bottlers. And so if you say soda or pop, it's probably because your local manufacturers or distributors of soft drinks, that's what they used. Now, there are other terms that we use that are about the language we have at home. What do you call your grandparents? The likelihood that your grandma is Mima in Detroit is very low. You're correct. The likelihood that your grandma is Mima in Atlanta is super high. Just how powerful is the Michigan accent? Well, it's powerful enough to make a person famous. When this all started, could you have envisioned all of this? Oh, no. <laughs> No, not with that one YouTube video. Just yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool because, you know, I like making content. I always have this line for myself that I was created to create kind of deal. It's like my mantra, you could say. Mm -hmm. And when I first made that YouTube video, I was like, this is going to be cool. But then again, I almost started having this vision of when I came back from Chicago because I moved back after only living there for two years. And I was mm -hmm. like, I want to be a part of Michigan's renaissance, a small business owner even to be a part of that. So it was really cool that I got to not only create content, but then it started getting those views and the reach. And now I'm kind of branded as like the Michigan guy from TikTok. And I've kind of run with it and just being that Michigan guy. And, you know, even some people are like, oh, are you just going to keep doing Michigan content? And I'm like, honestly, yeah, like it's great getting to share. And there's so much depth to it. Grant told me that this is not uncommon, an accent shifting. In fact, he says it is constantly changing. The way we speak is always evolving because we humans don't stay static. But some things will likely never change. I can promise you this, I will certainly ope my way through the next crowd of people I encounter. That, my friends, is a guarantee. Today's big thanks go out to Ryan Redute and Grant Barrett for their time today. And shout out to Kylie Martin. Her article in the Detroit Free Press inspired this episode. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. How would you describe the way that I sound? Well, you don't have much of one. I'm listening to it as you speak. You have a wonderful radio voice, rich tones, I would say. And I'm hearing some northern inland vowels. So sometimes it's just broadly called the Great Lakes accent or Great Lake vowels.